Hi, I'm Whitney. And I'm Angel. And this is the Dreambox Podcast. Today we'll be talking about abuse dreams. Um, I'm going to put a major trigger warning on this one. Um, talk of rape, um, physical abuse. If if that any of that triggers you or anything around the vicinity, just move to the next episode. We'll be doing a Candyland episode next, e- next week. So you can... T- <laughs> I almost said tune into that, but this is not live. <laughs> also, we, just as always, we don't have PhDs, and we're not experts. Right. Um, first, we'll just talk about life. Um, we, I think we'll give, like, a, war- like, you know, we'll be like, we'll be like, hey, stop here, you know? Yeah. Because this is when we're going to start talking about the crappy shit. Um, first things first, before we start talking about life, I do want to put at the beginning and the end of this episode, um... Some hotline numbers. Um, this is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Um, it's one eight hundred nine seven seven SAFE, which apparently is also seven two three three. Um, so one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. And then there's also the National Sex Sexual Assault Hotline, which is one eight hundred six five six four six seven three. If anyone you know or you need this. We suggest you use it because um, this is also kind of a awareness episode, too, I think. Yeah. Very serious topic. Yeah. So that's why next week's topic is Candyland because we're not really going to get into, like, our normal funny stuff that we do this week. Yeah. So. Unless I, like, trip over a word or something. Right. Then we we'll might make jokes about it. But we're not making jokes about any of the stuff we're talking about. Because this is really serious. Yeah. We take this stuff really seriously um i know i've had stuff happen to me so you know we and this is for anyone this is any gender any sexual orientation like all this shit can happen to anyone which is sucks yeah and now it's in dreams (laughs) in dream form you can't escape it yeah that's the those are the kind of dreams that suck yeah um do you have a dream you've had this week that you want to share at all in the Be- beginning here before, we get, before the- we get into the heavy stuff um i mean there's like the normal dreams of like you feel like you're doing stuff that you were supposed to do but you don't actually do it and then you wake up and you're like damn it i still have to go do that like laundry or something yeah i hate those yeah i've had dreams recently where they feel very very real mm-hmm. like I'll think, like, for sure that I did something. Right. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, that actually didn't happen. And most of the time it's something I don't want to happen anyway. So it's like. Weird. And it's not not anything big or anything. But it's just stuff that I didn't want to happen that happens in the dream. And I was like, oh, good. That didn't happen. (laughs) Well, mine's always stuff that I want to happen. Like getting my laundry done or texting someone something that I meant to text them or like looking something up that I meant to look up or something like that. Um, But yeah, like I... You haven't had a a solid new dream? I did. I do. Um, I just thought of it. Okay, okay. So I was thinking of stuff that happened this week. Um, I had a full house dream because Bob Saget died. Um, R.I.P. Bob we just R.I.P.ed Betty White. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone's dying. Um, see, that stuff we joke about because this is the Dreambox podcast. We joke about death because this is what we do. Though it's not a laughing matter. <laughs> no. 
yet Whitney has no other way of coping with death, so this is what I do. Um, I had a full house dream. I was in it, and um, I was playing Michelle as a kid, and then I had this, like, doppelganger who was playing Michelle, too, you know, because, like, yeah. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen played them. Uh, Bob Saget wasn't really in it, but, like, it was a full house dream, and it was very weird because... Um, I think it's because I was listening to Two Girls, One Ghost podcast, and they were, like, someone mentioned a doppelganger experience they had, and uh, then I had a dream about it, and, like, she was just really off. And now that I'm, like, awake, and I'm, like, she looked nothing like me, but I'm, like, that was me. No, it was because it was me. Yeah. Like, I was Mary Kay or Ashley, one of them, and then there was, like, another, you know, like, the twin version. Yeah. Because, like, they take turns, you know, on the show. Yeah. So, like, I, it was weird. It was really weird. I had a doppelganger in my dream. Hmm. That is weird. But yeah, that's what I had. That's all I got for stuff like that. I had dreams, but I was, wasn't was able to remember them. It sucks. Yeah. Okay. Poor me. Is it, is it time? I guess. I think you should lead in with your yep. dream. So I'm going to say right now, stop here if you don't want to listen to this stuff. Um, I don't blame you. It's a very triggering subject. Very triggering. Yeah. Um, I even get a little triggered by what I've done research on, so it was hard to do this research. Yeah. So stop now. <laughs> We're going to give you a couple seconds and start. Okay. So what I mainly focused on is rape dreams. Um, I had one recently, and I think that's what sparked it, was that I needed, to re- I needed to research it for myself and also if other people have these type of dreams. So I thought, you know, um, might as well be the topic. So um, here's the general meaning of dreams about rape. According to Gordon Miller, dreams about rape may be connected to your feelings of losing control over different aspects of your life. Rape dreams can also be associated to the acts of violence, aggression, power, humiliation, or exploration. Exploitation? Exploitation. Exploration. It's probably exploitation. Yeah, it's exploitation. That were done to you or you did towards other people. Dreams about being raped also symbolize that someone or a situation is forcing you to act in a way that you do not want. Aside from control issues, you dream of rape when you have related traumas or you have actually experienced being raped in real life in the past or just recently. You said that you saw that as well. Yeah, I've read, research. uh, back in high school, I did a, uh, research project in one of our English classes, um, and I don't know what the project was, but I remember I went into, like, the dream aspect of it, and I remember reading about this girl who, uh, as an adult, um, had, like, terrible nightmares of, like, being raped or being, like, sexually abused in her nightmares. Right. And it was, like, reoccurring. And um, uh, eventually she went and talked to her parents about it, like, trying to open up, see what's going on, because it was really bothering her. And they actually brought to light that um, this is something that's something around the lines, something that's happened to her. That is. And I, I don't remember. I should have tried to find that research that I did back then, but I I don't remember where it is. But I should have tried to find the story too, but 
Yeah, that's basically what happened. She, it was pretty, pretty intense dreams too. That um, has to be so terrifying because having that dream is already completely terrifying. Like it, like dreams and sleep are supposed to be where you're comfortable. You yeah. know, it's somewhere yeah. for your brain to decompress and then having a dream that's so violent and so like personal and i mean all dreams are personal but this is like very yeah, very like personal you're attacked and in your the, own dream and what really uh was interesting to me about this kind of dream is um the fact that her brain made her forget it right. and then later in life her subconscious kind of unburied it and was like feeding it back to her a little bit right to like maybe it was like yeah you're probably ready now right like and we've talked um before how dreams are ways that we deal with problems yeah and it's it's how our subconscious tries to figure out what the heck happened or like heal yourself like yeah like we've talked about before how your subconscious your dreams can help you um with stress like right. it can put you through like certain stressful situations so that you've gone through it once and you know how to deal with it in the future right like that's a thing they do yeah. it's done that to me before right yeah same <laughs> um so i didn't go so there were so many different um like subsections on the article that i read about different like rape dreams yeah um there was a couple that i just did not want to read in general um so i'm not going to talk about those um, I'm going to talk about the two that were in the dream that I had recently, and I will talk about my dream at some point, but um, not yet, because I wanted to, like, do the research and then talk about the dream. Yeah, um, we can unpack it with the information. Yeah. Okay, so this is um, the subsection, dreams about being raped. Dreams that you about being raped symbolize your feeling of being violated or deprived in any way in your waking life. Someone or a certain situation is trying to take away your self-esteem or is using you for their own advantage. You dr dream of being raped when you also try to give everything to other people for them to like you. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> right. Well, and in a way, when people take advantage of you, and just like anything that's violating so something's like small like be i don't know like not 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 like not small but um say like someone keeps calling into work yeah and you have to take their shift and it's kind of vital violating if they're like taking advantage of that and say they're not actually sick they just don't want to go to work but they know that you will take their shift. <laughs> is this, this about me? No, but I have this happen too at work. So I, yeah, I kind of was thinking about you as well, but I was also thinking about stuff that's happening at my job right now. Yeah. So like that's violating. And then we've talked about how your dreams take the like most obscene version of what's happening into your life. Like yeah. if you're feeling out of control, oh, there's a freaking tornado coming after you, yeah. you know? So like, I, I feel like this has to be something like you feel so taken advantage of in life about something and like it's one of the most hard and violating and taken advantage of acts is being raped. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Is that one that you feel like happened with your rape dream? Um, I don't know exactly. Um, once we talk about it, maybe we can figure it out. But yeah. I, I've still been trying to decompress what was happening in my dream, and I don't really know why I had it. Kenzie told me 
Oh, it was. Yeah. I was like, I don't know really? why. Really? It's but because it makes... of who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> um, okay. And then, so the other subsection that I wanted to read, this is the last subsection of this article that I wanted to read. And I would just like to say that all this stuff, most of the research we do, it's not our stuff. Right. Obviously, we take it off of other places. Yeah. I just don't want to, like, not credit. This is, yeah, this is an article. Whitney does not do this on her own. I don't this know. This is an article we found. Okay. <laughs> so, dreams about escaping from rape. Okay. If someone tried to rape you in dreams, but somehow you managed to escape or run away, it means that means that conflicts or problems may arise in your waking life. The good thing is you have the ability to overcome these obstacles and fight back. Dreams of being raped and survived warns you to always be on your guard. I thought I was going to sneeze. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> like, Angel's holding her nose, and I got like, what are you doing? <laughs> Reading about rape. Jeez. <laughs> okay. So, should I get into my dream now that we read that part? Yeah, are those the only two you wanted to yeah, read? I there are so many, and I personally started crying while reading some of them, so I didn't want to read them. Yeah. So I just went with, like, the two that related to my dream this week. Yeah. Because it's hard. Like, it's hard yeah. stuff to even just, like, even, like, because, so none of these subsections had, like, personal experiences in them, but even just reading a little bit about that. Yeah. Like, I, what was it? The movie... Um, I think I know what you're thinking of, but I can't think West Side of Story? Name. Yes. Um, there's a character who, like, we don't see her get raped, but it's implied that she gets raped. Yeah. And I started crying. Like, even not seeing it, but just, like, implied, it hurts. Like, it's still, like, sucks. Yeah. And I wish I had a better word than sucks, but that's all I can think of right now. Yeah, it's just... Ugh. I can't even Ugh. think of the words, and Ugh. I know words. Mm. Okay, so my dream. Okay. Let's start off with the, the taking place, shall we? I know we already did this, but again, if you're still watching, this is what? probably going into detail. I, I meant listening. This is going to go into detail, so yeah. if you want to stop, stop now. I, yeah, there are some things that I'm not going to say about it, but like I'm mainly going into pretty much detail. Okay, so it start. it was in a cruise. I was on a cruise and I was in a ho like a, ho a room of, of the cruise and I had a dog. I don't know why I had a dog, but it was a crusty white dog and her name was Rose apparently. And uh, we talk about crusty I white never, dogs a lot. I never get that amount of detail. <laughs> like I will, if I had a dog in my dream, I would not know the name. Yeah. She was a crusty white dog and her name was Rose. <laughs> okay. I don't know if this is a dog that I will get in the future, but that's what her name was. I've never, I never wanted to name a dog Rose, but that's what her name was. And that's really pretty. I mean, it was a crusty white dog. <laughs> And I have one, so I can say this. <laughs> um, and we were just, like, chilling in the hotel room or, well, cruise room. I don't, I'm going to call it the hotel room because it makes the most sense in my brain. I don't know. Don't but it was say, on a cruise. Cruise room sounds weird. Just yeah. say hotel. Hotel room. The room. Um, and I was watching a TV, and I get a knock on the door, and it's a acquaintance of mine. So I let the acquaintance in. No. <gasps> Because I know this person, so I'm like, well, yeah, like, I don't think anything bad's going to happen. And at the beginning of this dream, I never felt a bad vibe either. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize, like, at the beginning, like, oh, I'm going to get raped in this dream. Yeah, no, uh, a lot of, like, 
you know, everybody here knows I listen to true crime. Yep. And there's some sto a lot of stories that start like this. That it's like a person you know and you yep. trust them so you don't think anything bad's going to happen. Yep. And it's like they let them in right. because it's it's fine. We know right. each other. So um, in minimal detail, this person raped me. Um, the... Like, I was telling Angel about this. I still felt the pain when I woke up. Yeah. And um, when I when this dream was done, I had another dream where I told you all of this before I even called you when I actually woke up. So I had a dream like that we were talking about earlier where I wish I did things that I didn't do. Yeah. Like, I had the dream that I told you everything, and then I woke up for real. And I'm like, oh, now I got to go tell her again, <laughs> even though I, don't, I haven't done it the first time. Yeah, I know. You haven't gone into detail with me yet. So, um... Like, it, it was um, bloody. It was gross. Well, not gross, but, like, it was gross. Um, I had marks all over my body. There was a full-on handprint mark on my on the side of my, like, uh, abdomen that I remember, like, feeling, and it was stinging the whole time throughout the dream. And then, like, there was other parts of my body that hurt a lot more, too, um, and then it felt like at the end I was like murdered because I wasn't because I could move afterwards. But the way I was on the bed, I was like half on the bed, half off the bed. I was like laying there like motionless. Did you see yourself in third person? Yeah. Like you were watching it happen. Yeah. You weren't yourself. Right. Okay. Like there were some parts where I was myself during it. But like at the end, I was just like watching in third person. Um, then I went to go take a shower the shower sucked. <laughs> um, and I went to go try to put clothes on, like really loose clothes. And I went out of the room. And this person that we, we know, um, their family was right outside the room and was blaming me for what happened. Because I was trying to like get out and like go tell someone what just happened. But I want to take a shower first because like, you know, your body feels not your own yeah, after violated. that so um, i wanted to take a shower and then i left and then um their family was telling me that it was all my fault for what the things that were happening to me and that they would pay me to not tell anyone oh yeah what the fuck i know jesus um so i kind of like walked away like i was hiding like, I, I wanted to go hide because I didn't want to be in my room anymore. Also, my dog was missing at this point, so I wanted to find my dog. Um, so I, I, I walked onto, like, the deck of the cruise boat, and someone told me where the doctor's office was. I'm like, oh, if I tell the doctor and I tell her what happened, she can listen to me. She can see everything, and she can tell everyone what this person just did to me. Like, yeah. And then I get in there. There's a nurse, and she believes me, but then the doctor comes in. The doctor's a guy, yeah. and he says that I'm faking it. And I'm, like, showing him the bruised parts of my body. And he's like, no, this isn't real. And then the doctor tries to rape me, and that's when I run away. That's, like, the you, escaping part. Yeah, you get an escaping in the same dream. Yeah. Jesus. I know. Like, it's sort of, like, the whole story's sort of reminding me of stuff. But um, I'll let you keep going. Reminding you of what? Reminding me of, like, things I've read and... Well, bring it up. Uh, well, <sighs> this is a really hard dream. Yeah, it is. This is bad. No, I just know. Uh, 
stuff that a lot of stories that are that play out similarly right um, i mean i've seen i probably there's probably movies yeah you know, like um true crime things that of are course similar yeah like this way uh i i i guess i always hated it when the family immediately turns to like this is this always happens like i know this dream is exactly how it happens like the family is like oh my baby boy would never do something like that he's right. such an angel and but then they stand behind him and we'll pay you if you don't we'll say pay anything you and yeah we'll get better lawyers than you right yeah it was it was messed up and i remember after running away from the doctor i went and hid for a really long time um and i can't remember it was someone i knew it was a female who i knew i don't remember which female in my life it was anymore um, but she was trying to reassure me, and then, okay, this is really weird. Um, Jordan Fisher, do you know who Jordan Fisher is? He's Broadway baby. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, he's a celebrity. Okay. Um, he can, he comes up to me and he's like, "I'm gonna kill all these people for okay. you who try to do this." And I mean, that never happens in the dream, but like he says it to me, and I'm like, "That's a really weird cameo for Jordan Fisher to come into my dream." But here we are. Um. But, like, during the whole dream, I'm trying to tell everyone. Like, I'm trying to show everyone. And the nurse was the only one who could actually see the marks on my body. Everyone else doesn't see it. So that's really interesting. Like, even the woman who's trying to reassure me about everything that's happened and help me, like, she doesn't see the marks either. And I look in the mirror and I see them. So I guess in the dream, it's perspective. Right. And what you're willing to believe. Like, the doctor the woman maybe she like had some sort of experience right. or maybe um she was just like i don't know maybe it's only those who like believe right that will see it but it was so yeah it was so which weird. is kind of weird but uh yeah it was oh my god <laughs> um so i don't remember much else that happened there um, it was like, you know, random things like, like I went to the pool for something. I don't know why. Um, but that was basically the end of the dream. And like when I woke up, I'm saying this in quotations because I woke up in the dream and then I told you about it in the, in my next dream. <laughs> and, Which you've done before. So right. I must be your venting, well, your favorite the, venting you're person. You're the one who I always tell about my dreams too. Yeah. Um, and I was telling you about it and I was telling you in like the, dream part two or whatever yeah. so did you still have the marks in this dream no no i felt it you felt it yes i was gonna so, say did was i able to see it no. <laughs> so um there was parts that i could still feel it and then there was the handprint the handprint was the most um felt out of all of it yeah and um, I could still feel that one really well, like it hurt and really bad. And I can still like remember the feeling right now even. Yeah. Um, and then when I finally woke up, woke up, I felt so nauseous and um, my legs hurt and not that part didn't hurt anymore exactly. Like at that moment, I could still remember the feeling, but um, I mean, this is going to be TMI, but I also got my period that morning. So I had cramps. So I at first thought like I can actually feel what happened. And I mean, it was period cramps at the time, but like it was terrifying. Was it on time? 
Um, I don't have a scheduled period because of my birth control, so I okay. don't know. Because <laughs> I was like, that's really weird if it's not on time. Right. It's well, like your body made it. freaks so me out more because I'm like, did something happen to me in my sleep? Yeah. Which I don't, I mean, I don't think so. Probably like, not. I think, right. I think for sure that dreams are able, like, especially ones that you, that are in good detail and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um you can do your like body will mimic the feelings like with my stabbed in the throat dream it'll oh. mimic that yeah it makes like it made me dry heave so in the morning i felt like a choking in my throat right like i feel i wonder if it just it, your body matches what you were feeling in the dream right because it felt so real and it wanted to react right yeah i stand by that being a thing <laughs> Well, I never found the dog either, so that kind of sucks. I wonder if that means anything. What, losing a dog? Well, like, in a dream, like, the fact that you even, like, registered that there was a dog there. Yeah, her name like, was Rose. And no, I knew her <laughs> name at all. Uh, I wonder why that's, why that's there. Like, that detail. I guess not, I guess this isn't, like, English class. Right. Like, not everything needs to have a meaning. Right. <laughs> but I just think it's weird that that detail was included. Yeah, I know. It is weird. Or why Jordan Fisher decided to make a cameo in my dream. I wish you knew who he was. I wish I did, too. He was on the live version Sorry. of Rent. <laughs> the musical Rent. He's a cool dude. I'm sure he is. Um, he wanted to kill your rapist, so yeah, I think he's pretty nice. cool. Yeah. Don't know why he was in the dream, but here we are but yeah that's that's the end of my story <laughs> well that was a lot i know <laughs> it sucked and it was just a dream like it didn't even actually happen yeah oh my god okay. that's insane go into your stuff now um yeah i've gotta go to the uh thing and find my stuff so, uh, um, I think you, most of this is stuff that you found, but I don't remember exactly what you read, so I'm just going to read this. Okay. Um, the dream of abuse suggests that your sense of well-being has been violated and that your beliefs in life may be questioned. The dream signifies that people around you will require your help. The dream of abuse suggests that your sense of well-being, why are you re-reiterating that they said the same thing again but they worded it different oh i was <laughs> like why are you talking to me about reiterating? i'm not doing anything but um that's one of the things that came up when i looked at abuse dreams uh without specifics right um and those are things that can really mean something yours was very very detailed it wasn't just any regular abuse dream so i wonder if it wasn't something like that um it could be a fear or uh i think all especially women have like a deep-rooted fear of that anyway yeah. um and you've had some experience yeah not of that but uh right experience so but those things you read earlier do you remember what like in your head do you remember what they said 
Um, well, it's like mainly. Um, well, that's a good because question. Because we were going to figure out if any of that applied to your dream. Right. Well, there's the symbolize of being deprived or violated in your waking life or having a self-esteem issue or getting taken advantage of in your waking life. Yeah. Is that true for you? Do you feel I mean, taken advantage of? Not really. The point, the thing that was happening during this was my really big depression and like mental break that yeah. I had recently. What are yeah. you doing? Sorry. I got to scratch my throat. I got to drink it down. <laughs> um, so that was happening, but I don't know how. Did I tell you about what happened when I was at the doctor? No. Um, so I went to the doctor for my mental health concerns. And they turned you away. Um, well, when I got there, it was a female doctor. Okay. Um, she basically treated me like my mental health wasn't a problem hmm. and that I just needed to go home and rest. She literally said that to me. And then my next appointment was supposed to be with my regular doctor. And um, she canceled that appointment because she said that he needed to see someone who was actually sick. So, and then she just sent me away while I was crying. What the fuck? And, like on the way out, no one talked to me. Or even like I was bawling the whole time. Like, how did people not see that? Maybe, maybe that this, is why the dream. Like, did that. he say it snarky? Did he? I have to. No, she, oh my. Yeah, she said like, "Oh well, he should see someone who's actually sick," like that. I think you should call uh, one of those hotlines then <laughs> instead, because they they probably know better right but yeah then i but gotta talk i'd to honestly love to talk to the boss right but then my doctor called me because yeah. i chart messaged him and he like talked me down and like calmed me down and told me like you know like your mental health is important and stuff and my, that doctor should have done that so that's probably why i had that dream yeah uh especially everybody telling you and like everybody not believing you except for the one nurse right who could actually see your shit like, right. it, I feel like that, it's the that, ignorance right. that everybody else had that they couldn't see it. Right. I and, feel like, like, my doctor called me and he was like, you know, yeah. I believe you. Like, he might have been that one nurse in yeah. your dream that actually, and then everybody else's ignorance. And that's why they couldn't see the markings right. or the bruises on you. Right. Symbolism. <laughs> Angel literally looks off to the distance and says, symbolism. <laughs> I will. Uh, sorry, I just like it when stuff makes sense. <laughs> when it oh, collides when it, when it, it makes... just all comes together. Yeah, it's all coming together. Yep, it is. <laughs> but yeah, that makes a lot of sense then. That somebody, what was that? My Xbox is trying to talk to me. Hello, hello. So, <laughs> never mind. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, no. I've definitely read a story before. Uh, it's a... It was obvious. It. I don't think it actually happened, but I thought it was pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. But I remember reading a story about um, this woman who... Uh, it was written by... Uh, I don't remember who it was written by, but whatever. Okay. This woman... <laughs> um, uh, it was like a perfect 50s family, right? Right. And 
they had just one son or whatever. And uh, in this story, um, the woman kept having reoccurring violent nightmares of being sexually abused by a person in this in the same room. Um, and it was always she couldn't see his face, but he was just this dark figure. Right. And it was like she was a, a marionette, a doll. Right. Like she oh. couldn't move herself, but he could move her and undress her. Oh, and wow. basically she couldn't help herself. And basically where the story went was she started to actually feel like sick and like not okay in her waking life. And she went to the doctor to try and get it checked out. And they basically just said, um, yeah, we run some tests and you seem just fine. Um, it's probably your stress from always cook it's cooking and cleaning and taking care of the family. Um, just go home and rest and you'll feel better after you take, you know, take some time. Like he basically just said, it's just because of your womanly duties. You just need to chill out and then get wow. back to what mm -hmm. you're supposed to do basically. And so she comes home and she tells her husband about this visit and he's kind of being ignorant too. He's saying like, uh, Oh, we'll figure this out. And Oh, I totally understand what you're going through. And her feelings towards us is basically nobody understands and nobody's understanding right. what I'm going through. Right. Like you're just, this is just your ignorance. And, um, eventually, uh, so her husband had just come back from the war, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, they have this shed in the backyard. Um, <clears throat> that's where he keeps all his stuff. One day, while he's one night while he's out, she goes to the shed just to look around because she's got this weird feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and this is her mental health is really low, and she's like really paranoid and really scared all the time because she thinks something might have happened to her. And she goes into the shed and finds this lockbox. She opens it, and um, in there is the pictures of a bunch of teenage girls, and finally a picture of her. And she finds out that this these are all of his victims of, like, rape and sexual abuse. And she finds out then and there that she's one of those victims. That's why her picture's in the chest. And this, she goes through this point in time where she has to, like, get her... He's coming home mm -hmm. and she has to get her kid out of the house. Right. And um Woo. I I'm just like uh I'm telling this to the best of my ability, but she's trying to get her kid out of the house and she tells him to run that um he has to go and live his life without fear and just to leave her there and she'll figure it out. Um so he actually gets caught, the child and thrown in the closet. Um yeah, this isn't cool. Um, and uh, apparently this is what had been happening. I have to tell you this before I go into anything else. And there's actually a dream, and we actually see more of the dream in this. So uh, um, the he had been drugging her. I forgot what the drug is called. It'll probably come to me. Um, I think it's ketamine. Mm. Ketamine. Tranquilizer, um, horse tranquilizer. And he gives her too much of the dose and she falls into like a kind of coma-like state. Um, 
and she gets stuck in her dream, but it's different. And this is always my favorite part of this story because it's where she kind of overcomes it and gets out. It's very, like, probably, this is part that probably couldn't really happen, but, like, it's still cool, and that's why I like the story so much. Right. Um, she basically has to go through these trials in her dreams. Okay. Um, so in the first dream, she's in the room that she'd been violated in before, but nobody's there. So it's empty, and she finds her way into this other, like, second dream. Like, mm -hmm. after she gets out of that one, she figures out where she's at. She wants to fight her way back. Um, so she, the second dream is a courtroom. And in the courtroom, there's this judge who's like everybody in your dream who wanted to shut you up and say, hey, right. this didn't happen. You're just faking it. It's just you and your womanly desires. Also, the doctor had, the doctor before, I forgot to say this, He's like, it's probably just your um, imagination. It's probably just your, uh, this was the doctor she went to before she told her husband. He's like, it's just your imagination. It's just uh, your fantasy. I was like, no, like when I first read that, I was like, no woman's fantasy is to be violated and like right. raped. Like that's, oh my God. and that's actually how people say it. Like that's, that's why this story holds a lot of truth. Um, but, okay, so back to the dream. She's in the courtroom, and her husband basically judges on his side, and she has her, her, she's basically, uh, her own, like, lawyer. She's defending herself. Right. She doesn't have anybody else. So, he's basically saying, like, um, it's just you, you're, uh, um, with all your makeup and your pretty face, you're basically asking for it, and yeah. You were the one who were, was tempting him, and it was your fault because um, he wouldn't have been so tempted if you hadn't uh, done what you did. I don't know. And then, uh, sorry, <laughs> this is a lot. So um, she basically, um, what happens in this dream is she goes through these three phases, as I like to think of them. In the first one, she's like, oh my god, how could I have done this? Like, this is all my fault. And then as she's starting to hear the bullshit they're running, right. the second, like, part of the that dream, she's like, um, how can you guys say this? Can't you see it's his fault? Like, why don't you see what's actually going on here? And then mm -hmm. the last one, she's basically, like, finally seeing, both, one, that this is a dream and that she can overcome it mm -hmm. and two that uh what they're basically what they're running is bullshit and that she uh she goes this isn't my fault uh he's the one who made the choice to do this to me like right. this isn't you're all full of shit basically yeah and after that like um everybody in the courtroom starts yelling guilty of sin at her what the hell? Which is basically like a callback to like, because it is in the 50s, the story is. Um, mm -hmm. And she basically is gets to walk into the second, the third, the third dream where she finds um, it's like a stage. And she finally gets her revenge in this stage, right? She gets to see herself um, being in control 
he's the marionette now. And it's like the rules are switched and she's torturing him. And when she wakes up after this dream, she's faced with the choice of revenge or walk away and just get out of it. And she chooses not to follow him down the dark path. In her waking life, obviously, she's awakened now. She's like, I'm not going to follow you into the dark. This is, um, I'm going to take our son and I'm going to leave. just leave and make a life that I want. And I just love that story so much. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I want to cry. That's, wow. It's like powerful, but so upsetting. I know. That stuff happens to so many women. And the story, it's so well, it's so well written. Um, it's actually, it's based, it's a, it's a concept album. The story is a whole concept. Okay. It's like a, it's like, so I basically just, uh, described a whole bunch of the songs. <laughs> gotcha. But that's basically the story. And it's, I just love that, that she got to overcome it through her dreams. And I just love dreams anyway. And no wonder we have a podcast about it. <laughs> but I just thought that story is really powerful. And the fact that there are so many parallels. That's what I was thinking of when you were reading, your, when you were saying your dream. Right. Like the parallels there and how the people who don't want to see it don't see it. Right. And. <sighs> yeah. Damn. It's just, wow. Back to here. Um, yeah uh, do you have more um that's about the what i got there okay um but... i want to put the phone numbers in one more time yeah. before we finish up here um so this is the national Dis domestic um, violence hotline um 1-800-977-7233 wait did i say that wrong one eight hundred seven nine nine. Yeah, I said that wrong. Sorry, guys. I'm dyslexic. Let me start over. <laughs> oh my gosh! National Domestic Violence Hotline one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three, and then National Sexual Assault Hotline one eight hundred six five six four six seven three. Okay. Well, I'm sure everyone wants to be done with this episode so we can have Candyland next week. So. Yeah. It is time to wake up. <laughs>